So much of what we do here at the Sisters Enchanted involves shadow work. That's right, y'all. We're talking about your inner self, your shadow, the little bits and pieces of you that you hide in the inner crevices. That's what we're talking about on today's episode of the podcast. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome in. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted. And, you know, if you've been around here at all, you know, we take our shadow work very seriously here. If you're new to these parts, well, welcome in. You are about to dive into one of our favorite topics, and that is shadow work. So firstly, what is shadow work? <laughs> what is the shadow? I think that the very term shadow work, it uh, certainly makes the topic feel like something that it isn't. Like it makes it feel maybe a little bit scarier than it is. Uh, really, I love to use this example of Peter Pan. And in the Peter Pan Disney movie, there's the scene where he ends up in the nursery because he's chasing his shadow. His shadow has left him. It has separated and he needs to get it and sew it back on. Well, your emotional body is a lot like Peter Pan's shadow in that it will often run the show. <laughs> it sort of does what it wants to do. It is the thing that will come out swinging when you feel put upon. It is the thing that will lead you to shut down and like go inward when you are overwhelmed or don't have confidence in yourself. Your shadow will sort of flit about and make all of these decisions and choices for you. And like Peter Pan, it is our job to take that shadow, sew it back on, nurture it and say, you are part of me and we are in this together and then get back in the driver's seat. So we have some tools here for you at the Sisters Enchanted around shadow work. One, you're going to want to get the summer issue of Stay Magic if you haven't downloaded that yet. It's totally free. It's our digital magazine. There is a link in there to a free shadow work workshop, a video, so you can check that out. There are prompts and a tarot spread, journal questions in there for you around this topic to help you dive in even more. Of course, our expansion archetypes is a beautiful way to dive into where your shadow might be sneaking up and sabotaging you at any point in time once you identify your expansion archetype and know whether you're in the expansion or constriction energy of that archetype. Of course, astrology, our holistic witchery program, my newborn magic book, like we've got so many resources for you around shadow work. So check out all of those. But I want to tell you a little bit about it today. And the reason why it's so important to do shadow work is that it is the root, understanding yourself is the root of all growth and transformation. If you are a person who is looking to, if you're if you're into manifestation practices or the, working with the full moon and the new moon or crystal grids or, you know, um, energy work, all of this is impacted by your shadow self and by how connected or disconnected you are to that shadow self, to that version of you. And so doing shadow work helps you to see why you don't already have what you have, where you might be holding yourself back, what stories you need to rewrite before you are open to receiving and writing a new version of the story. 
So the shadow self, uh, that term comes from Carl Jung, a famous psychologist. If you've studied psychology or you're into any archetype work or even in tarot and oracle cards, astrology, you may have heard his name. He's, he's quite famous. Uh, and he talks about the shadow as being the repressed or denied parts of self. So it really is the pieces of you that you deny uh, or you shove down <laughs> and keep hidden. Um, there is also a person in the 80s who was a sociologist, philosopher, like amongst some other other things. Um, Ivan Ilyich, he's a controversial character, but he did some work and he used the term shadow work to describe the jobs we do to fill our time. So I love to bring these two ideas together because with shadow work, it's not just about understanding, you know, who you are and the stories you hold that create who you are, but it's also understanding how you are living in shadow today in the present uh, and what you could do to change that to live a life that feels more authentic, alive and brimming with magic. So we all feel like we have very busy lives and schedules. Um, but it is my contention that much of that busyness is all stuff that we are filling our time with to not have to spend time with ourselves to sort of be busy. Um, and then when we are having time with ourselves, we spend it scrolling social media or, you know, watching hours of television or just like, I don't know, wasting away. Now, that's not to say that some of that's not great sometimes. Like, don't get me wrong, a Saturday on a rainy day and watching your favorite movies back to back is all well and good. It becomes a an issue that I would bring up in terms of your shadow self when you feel like you don't have time to do the things that you would love to do, yet you're simply filling your time with things that are not in alignment with that. And we're not seeing that as truth. That is when your shadow self is at play. We can also see this by what we commit to. So over committing to other people, saying yes to all kinds of projects to help people, to volunteer, to take on extra work at work, uh, and really filling that time to prove your worth rather than filling that time with the things that make you feel like your life is yours and alive and so amazing. Um, that there's shadow work to be done there because why are you doing that? What, what part of you feels like you are not worthy? Like you must people please, you must say yes. And you cannot prioritize yourself. So the things that we fill our time with are a pretty clear indicator and, and the fact that we are filling our time, if you are, is a pretty clear indicator that you have, like you're living in shadow right now, that you have not moved out of some shadow element within your life. So a question for you around this, just to kick things off here with your own shadow work right now, live in real time, would be to consider the question, you know, what are your distractions currently? What are you filling your time with that is actually avoidant of what you want to be doing with your life? I'll, I'll see this often too, as like a person who maybe wants to learn to sew, for example, maybe someone really wants to make a quilt. And so they spend hours and hours and hours watching quilting YouTube videos and walking around the fabric store, but they never actually start to do it. Uh, and there's a part of them that feels like they might fail or like they aren't going to get it right. It's not going to be perfect. Or like, who are they to do this thing? Like they should be doing other things. 
And so we make the process of wanting to do it, take time and never actually do it. I see this too, with people wanting to start businesses, you know, as a business owner myself, people come to me frequently asking for like, well, what is the secret? What do I need to do? Um, because not only am I a business owner, I'm a successful business owner, which for women there, I'm in a small percentage of people that are as successful as we have been at the sisters enchanted. And, um, what I see is people distracting themselves with what they think they need to do, which is all of this like website stuff and making flyers and making a product. Like maybe you make tons of candles, but you don't ever actually make, pick up the phone and try to sell them. You don't actually do the thing that's going to make it a business and not just something you're spending time on. Um, and in that way, your shadow is creeping up. Uh, and the same with somebody who maybe watch, like follows all these yoga people on Instagram, but never actually does yoga, <laughs> right? Like you don't actually take the time to do it. There is a shadow story there to uncover. So a great way to look at how your shadow is playing out for you right now is to simply look at what you're doing to fill your time. Where is your time going in a day? And if it's not on things that are in alignment with what you want to be doing, with the life that you want to be living, with things that fill you up energetically, then there is a shadow story to uncover in your life in this present time. Now, these shadows in our present are fueled by experiences from the past. And then our present, what we're doing right now and the healing work that we are or are not doing is creating the future. So if we are not doing the shadow work, we're creating a future wherein we are just in that same loop again and again and again. And to manifest what you want, to create what you want, to live a life that feels utterly enchanted and brimming with magic, you must break that loop wide open. And you do that by doing shadow work. Societal expectations, that is another reason why we will sort of just live in the shadow place because we feel like failures if we aren't meeting societal expectations. We feel like uh, to be successful must look a certain way. And if we don't look that way, then we are not yet successful. And so we must keep working harder, working longer, learning more, doing something different. And that is coming from a place of shadow as well, because it's a worthiness wound, a worthiness issue, trying to prove your worth to something external to yourself. Anytime we're trying to prove something external to ourselves, there is a shadow thing going on there for you. And that's another quite great question to ask yourself is what external expectations are influencing the decisions you're making right now? Is it that somebody else expects you to be a certain way, act a certain way, say certain things, look a certain way, eat certain foods, go on certain vacations, whatever, um, dress a certain way, read tarot or not read tarot. That's when we get a lot here. Uh, practice your religion in a certain way, whatever that is. Is there a societal expectation that is that is leading you to make decisions that don't feel like they are 100% aligned with the decision that you would make for yourself? And are you struggling to even hear what that is to begin with and trust yourself? Shadow work. Shadow work helps with all of this. Now, in our framework, the way we teach things here, we align shadow work with full moon energy and with the season of summer. So summer is rounding out here. We got um, a few more weeks left of summer if you're listening to this in real time. But under the light, under the warmth of the sun, that is when we see our shadows, right? So we want to harness this light, harness the energy of these light days to really look within 
and see what it is that we want to be doing with our lives as we move into the fall season and then towards the winter months, because it's during that time that we can start to put the pieces together in a different way to cast the new, the new year that comes up, right? In just a few months from now. So what is the shadow for you right now in this time? Where are you living in shadow? Where is there some shadow work that needs to be done? What is coming up for me for you from listening to this podcast episode today? Again, we have lots of free resources for you in our Stay Magic magazine. So if you've not downloaded that yet, make sure to download it. Um, there's also a video link in there. Of course, all of our books, our program, Holistic Witchery, like that class will that class will bust you open in terms of shadow work. And like Peter Pan, you will be, you'll be sewing on like every individual part of your energy back on. It's so good. And it will really help you to rewrite this inner narrative or any stories that you're carrying with you. Um, but we want to look at this energy, right? Right now in the summer season. And again, it's also a full moon energy. At the full moon, we hear a lot about what are you going to release? And you'll see people do like burning, they'll write something on a piece of paper and burn it to release it. But when we release, we leave space behind. And so what are we filling that space with? And if you aren't doing the shadow work at the full moon around release, and then you are consciously aware of what you're filling it with, it will fill back up with more shadow. So we release and we create in conjunction at a full moon. So we're making space and filling it with what? And that's why we do shadow work so that we know what we're filling it with and we know exactly why we're releasing what we released. All right. Perfect time to do this. Um, again, with a couple more weeks left of summer, grab your Stay Magic magazine. It is a great resource for this. It's totally free. And then, of course, my new book, which is out now for pre-order, Born Magic, uh, will help you to understand where some of these stories might be coming from that are sort of creeping up from your inner shadow self. So you can grab that as well, which is a helpful resource too on this journey on shadow work and coming back home to yourself. All right. I hope you have some little things clicking into place from today's episode. Actually, let me pull you a card. Let's do this. Let's maybe this will be a thing. I'm going to pull you a card to leave you with here. This is my Halloween tarot. What do I got? The eight of bats. Oh, it's a perfect card in the Halloween tarot. This is the eight of swords, the eight of bats. Uh, and in the traditional imagery, it's a person standing um, inside a ring of eight swords and they have, uh, they're kind of blindfolded. It's this like ribbon wrapped around their body. And the idea is, is that the person inside the swords circle thinks that they're caged there and that they can't, they can't get out. Right. But what we see is that there's actually an opening in front of them and that the ribbon is only loosely tied. So they could just shimmy their way out of it and step out of this cage at any time. My sister, Anna, the co-founder of the sisters enchanted likes to remind me often that when we're in a cage, it's a cage of our own creation. And she says it to me all the time that I'm in a cage of my own creation. <laughs> and that is so true. The eight of swords is like, the, I think it's a beautiful card for shadow work because we can also, we do an exercise in one of our classes where I invite people to take the eight swords and think about eight thoughts that are also keeping them like stuck where they are right now. And then how can you re like, what's a thought you can think instead? What's an affirmation or a, a way you can rethink that thought to free yourself from the cage that you put yourself in? Beautiful card. I love how 
Ah, the tarot never lies, y'all. The tarot never lies. All right. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. If you like it, share it with a friend. Sharing is caring. This helps us reach more people. And as a small business, that is the hardest thing for us to do and the most imperative thing for us to do. So share it out. Leave us a review. Like it on wherever you're listening to this so that more people see it and it lets the world know that you like what we're doing here at the Sisters Enchanted. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. There are new episodes every Tuesday. And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the Sisters Enchanted. And we'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.